to another episode, Middle Ground with JLE LLC or Retreat Your Life Family. We've got another great guest for you today. We have the owner, CEO of Better Detroit Brownies, Ruben Lee Gordon. Welcome to the show, sir. Thank you very much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm also glad that you're repping the D, baby, because that's what it's all about. <laughs> what up, though? <laughs> yeah. Got to do that. Yes, all sir. Right. Ask a few questions about you. I'm about to get it going. First all right. question. What led you to this path? Uh, God and my mother. Uh, and I'm going to take two different forks in the path, if you will. Okay. Take your time. Age of three or four, I was typically the boy giving out Thanksgiving dinners to the homeless in Harlem, New York, or Brooklyn, New York, where I'm from. Okay. And uh, early, about 25 years ago, uh, God told me that he needed me to be a musical bus. And at the time, I didn't understand what he was asking of me. Mm -hmm. uh, many of us read the signs, fewer of us heed the signs. And so it took me a little while to figure out what God was asking of me. But after a few months, I realized what a musical bus meant. And Jeffrey, it meant that he wanted me to be a vehicle and an instrument to help more of our children succeed in school and thrive in life. Okay. Uh, at the time, I owned a very successful marketing company north of Detroit. Uh, had 215 small business clients. But... I have always been more about progress than profit. Okay. And in many ways, if you fast forward to today, the Brownie company epitomizes the fact that we are making money, but we're taking that money and we're forwarding it to wonderful community and youth causes. Well, that's awesome. It is awesome. And I'm, you know, I'm so grateful for all the great that's growing on. And the more you count your blessings, Jeffrey, I promise you, the more blessings you can count. I will keep doing that, sir. Yeah, all right, okay, all right. Now, what is the Better Detroit Brownie Company name and everything that it so does? So the Better Detroit Brownie Company is an offshoot of our nonprofit, volunteer-driven youth-serving coalition called the Better Detroit Youth Movement. Uh, when we talk about Detroit, Jeffrey, too often we are speaking of scarcity rather than abundance. True. And I know better. I know better through my work with the Better Detroit Youth Movement as a co-founder and a co-director. Mm -hmm. I have had the honor of hosting scholarship fairs at Cobo Hall when it was still Cobo Hall for years. We awarded okay. more than $150 million to high school students, not just in Detroit, but throughout the Midwest. Mm -hmm. We have hosted job fairs at Burt's Warehouse in Easter Market. I'm sure you're familiar with oh, that. Oh, yeah, I've been there. Nice area. Okay. Uh, we have hosted healthy youth resource fairs at Don Bosco Hall. We have uh, hosted live in peace art parties at Wayne State University. Okay. We have uh, spearheaded the Million Father March, which is a an initiative that encourages fathers to be more involved in the educational lives of their children. 
So we've done a lot of important work. We've gotten proclamations from Detroit City Council numerous times. But one of the things that I try to focus on is it's not just about our youth group, but it's about the amazing, wonderful, inspiring adults who are out there every day engaging and enriching our children in some way. Okay. okay? And I believe in the beauty, the power, and the value of collaboration. So our coalition has worked with hundreds, if not thousands, of amazing youth-serving individuals, amazing youth-serving organizations throughout the years. Mm -hmm. And it, it prompted me to put together a Google map of more than 326 youth resources. Oh, wow. if, you go, if you go to DetroitYouthResources.org, that map is still in existence today. And this was my way of not just celebrating all the wonderful adults who are lifting kids every day, but also my way of connecting children and families to these valuable, powerful resources. Okay. okay. I'm definitely going to put all that when I make up the show and I market it. I'm going to put all these sites under it. So people. Okay. Can... Beautiful. I appreciate you. So, um, when I developed the map, I originally had 326 resources on it, as I just mentioned. Mm -hmm. um, I realize, however, and my work is primarily with teenagers. I've mentored hundreds, if not thousands, of high school students throughout the past 15 years. Um, the reason I focus on teens is one bad decision or one wrong choice is often their last. That is true. Okay? So we are trying to be that intervention. In fact, we did some work with the 36th uh, District Wayne County Court System as an intervention for first-time alcohol and substance abuse offenders. So they have a chance to turn around rather than fall down and become a product in, in the system, if you will, right? Okay. Um, so working with teenagers, I found most of them want something better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. However, it's awful, awful, often this difficult for them to determine where to go to grow. And that was another impetus to develop the map. I went to a major foundation, said we want to turn this map into a mobile app because a lot of teenagers may not have Internet at home. They may not have a PC on a desk at home. They nice. may not even have a laptop in a backpack. But I guarantee you. They got one of these stupid devices. <laughs> you yep. call it a smartphone. I call it a stupid device. <laughs> um, yeah. So I went to a major foundation and said, listen, let's turn this map into a mobile app. It would also help to let young people who have the app know about the resources in close proximity to them using geofencing. Right. Okay. Because public transit is often a challenge when you look at Detroit. Yeah. So, you know, you could have a high school student or a teenager walking by, biking by, busing by, driving by resources that are within arm's length of him or her, but they don't know that they exist. And so to me, the mobile app map made a lot of sense. However, the foundation declined to move forward with our request and help us develop the mobile app. And that's fine. You know, you got to keep it moving. All the time. One of the young men on my youth advisory board said, Mr. Gordon, those brownies that you bake with your daughter, Jaja, and you bring to our youth events, 
we are going to help you bake them. We are going to sell them. And we're going to have our own Golden Girl Scout cookie. Okay. Awesome. At first, I looked like looked at Javante like he was mixed nuts. <laughs> but, I, you know, because we sometimes we react impulsively, emotionally. Yeah. Rather than rationally or analytically. But I thought about it. And I thought about some of the benefits of working with young people to start a company. Many young people like the lemonade stand. Wouldn't you agree, Jeffrey? Yeah, you still see them out here. There you go. In fact, I saw one the other day. Gave them a dollar, didn't drink the lemonade, too much sugar. All right. <laughs> anyway, um, when you're talking about most children and teens today, it comes down to five things. Music, sports, video games, fashion, or making money. And the thumb is the fat one. Because you're not going to a basketball camp or buying Air Jordans with no catch. You're not buying a $300 belt, even though your pants are still sagging with no catch. Okay. (laughs) You're not buying the latest video games that cost an arm, a leg, and a nut with no cash. Okay. So cash is king. And based on my business experience over the years, you know, I said, let me, let me groom some of these young brothers and sisters that we are surrounded by on how to start a company and run a successful company. 29th. So anyway, I spent two summers, the summer of 2017 and the summer of 2018, me and my kids, me and kids in the youth group, me and kids on the block and in the community, we baked dozens of brownie recipes. Oh, wow. I got it in. And I told them we don't have to be the best brownie, but we have to be the best brownie we can be. I also implored them to know that we weren't just baking brownies for Detroiters. We are baking brownies for rich women in West Bloomfield and rich kids in Ann Arbor, too. Mm -hmm. Okay, we wanted our brownie to appeal to a wide cross section of people, cultures and colors and regions. Mm -hmm. Okay. November 2018, we went to the world's largest food truck rally. Okay. And I bought four kids from the youth group, 250 brownies, and we sold out in less than two hours. That was my social proof that we had a brownie that was worthy of our children and that adults like you would enjoy too. Mm -hmm. Okay. 2019, we started a legitimate company, got our license from the Michigan Department of Agriculture as a limited wholesale food processor, got our commercial insurance, took the serve safe examination, passed that as a food manager uh certification mm-hmm. and like i told you opening the show jeffrey i am just so grateful for all the good that's growing on these brownies are now in your Rivertown market meyer jefferson avenue downtown nice. these brownies are in six restaurants throughout the region from rochester hills wall lake pontiac uh waterford uh shelby township and i got a waiting list of restaurants, including another mile on thir- another mile on 13 Mile in Woodward waiting on brownies. Congratulations. That's awesome. It is awesome. And again, I'm counting them blessings, baby, because more blessings are falling on my lap and in my heart every day. So um, this summer, I'm really excited because we're going to start training our first two groups of teenagers on basic life skills, emotional mm-hmm. self-control skills, 
basic business skills and those who pass the muster will then graduate to become interns in the brownie company okay quick story my 12 year old daughter she's now 14 two years ago she and i went out with a shopping bag of brownies and brownie samples to about 10 stores on livernoy our youth group is on livernoy near mcnichols we went into 10 stores this is my daughter and me she was 12 at the time she her pitch was hi my name is jaja gordon i'm a proud member of the better detroit youth movement i have some brownies that we baked for you and would like you to taste if you like them you can buy some if you don't like brownies or don't eat brownies you can make a donation to our nonprofit youth group and if you don't want to do either you can have a wonderful life she made $115 in an hour, Jeffrey, selling brownies. And again, this was only 10, maybe a dozen stores. And so the light bulb went off. How do I scale this up and out so that more young brothers and sisters can make money? Jaja kept $65 of the $115 that she made, donated $50 back to the Better Detroit Youth Movement, our nonprofit group. And so when you can implore young people to understand, number one, you need them to help you make and bake a greater Detroit that all our children deserve. Number two, they have the power to make a difference. Put money in their pocket, but take some of that money and pay it forward to worthy community and youth causes. You truly empower a young person who didn't realize 30 seconds ago that they had that power. Okay, my man, the Decker story at Cooley High School. You had that business class and you ran the store. And you there you go. And there's a couple of other school-based stores that I'm aware of as well. And we're talking to several right now about getting our brownies in there. So, like I said, man, I am just so grateful for the favorable outpouring of open mouths and happy smiles and, you know, people willing to dig into their pocket, their purse, and buy brownies to support our efforts. It's a blessing. Now, on your flyer, you have sent me, you've partnered with Focus Hope as well? We, are ba we were baking out of Focus Hope. We're now baking at Marygrove College, which is a jewel okay. uh, on McNichols. You're talking more than 60 youth enrichment programs on their campus. You're talking a PK to 12 education institution on their campus as well. So we're very grateful to be sharing the kitchen with Chef Phil and the amazing folks over at Marygrove. Okay. And well, you kind of cover what the impact has been. People like the product, and companies growing. The, our so, challenge, our challenge is scaling production. I have a waiting list of restaurants right now that want to carry the brownies, but I can only bake so much, so fast for so many. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I have to figure out being a youth serving director now thrust into this commercial baking space. I got to figure out how do we scale production so that we're baking 180 brownies in the same amount of time it takes us to bake 18 brownies. And, okay. you know, uh, God will provide. I'm just along for the ride, brother. You know, I'm not even worrying about it. I feel that. I mean, you're definitely changing lives and they're seeing how the business cycle and principles work. And they can We're at Wednesday Farmer's Market, uh, Wednesdays from 10 to 3. If any of your listeners want to come by, and sample a better Detroit brownie, please do. I will also qualify 
that right now I've pulled all of my brownies out of all restaurants and the Meyer because I'm having laboratory tests to know what our shelf life is. So that any better Detroit brownie I sell, I know how long it's going to taste good to the level we want it to taste good. We don't use pre preservatives or artificial ingredients in our brownies. So it's important for, for me to be able to scientifically tell a brother, yeah. a sister, a mother, a father. They ask that question. <laughs> how long this brownie is going to be good. Because once I know that, then I can make sure that every consumer who tastes a better Detroit brownie jumps with joy. Okay. I used to, I used to work at Wayne. Plumber's Market is an awesome spot. Yep. Popcorn. Uh, where are we? Awesome. Woodward and Warren. So again, 10 to 3 to every Wednesday till October, uh, weather permitting. And, you know, I'm doing events all over the region as well. Um, there's a big event in Packard Proving Ground, Shelby Township. Uh, later this month, we'll be there. And we have all kinds of opportunities embracing us. So I will, you know, stay in contact with me. I will let your listeners know uh, what's going on. We have a pretty strong presence on Instagram and Facebook. Better Detroit Brownies on Instagram. The Better Detroit Brownie Company on Facebook. And I'm always a phone call away, 313-597-7888. Let me repeat that for those slow people listening to the show. Reach us directly, 313-597-7888. And it's okay because I'm slow too, so it's all good. <laughs> now, are y'all on LinkedIn as well? Uh, I am on LinkedIn under R. Lee Gordon. Yes, you can find me on LinkedIn. In fact, I think I have two profiles on LinkedIn. Okay, that's definitely a great place of networking. Yep, we've gotten some we've gotten some love from LinkedIn, and you know, the the reality is that you know I call social media a necessary evil. Again, I'm not yeah. too excited about these things because I got you know I got teenagers telling me their phone is their best friend. I got a wife who I got to slap upside the head sometime to put her damn phone down and do something. <laughs> we don't actually mean that. No, I don't mean that. I would never. Any man who hits a woman is not a man at all. But you know what I'm talking about, man. We all get we all get too engulfed in this thing rather than each other and and the uplift. Every every person, I believe, Jeffrey, that every person is placed here to be a blessing. We're all born to be a blessing. We are all born with a bone deep longing to make a meaningful contribution to the world. And we just you know just imagine, just imagine if we all did a little, how much we would accomplish. Be a, better, a better world to live in. Rather than this sick, sad, stupid world we're all forced to occupy these days. And so, you know, again, I'm going to keep being the musical bus that God wants me to be. Uh, you know, despite the price of gas these days, I'm keep moving it forward. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I want to, I don't want to, I want to take our children to the promised land. And that's what my mission and vision is with the Better Detroit Youth Movement and the Better Detroit Brownie Company. Okay. Um, anything else going on this week? Market promote? Uh, no. So you know, again, sales of brownies support a variety of different community and youth causes. And if you go to our Instagram page, again, it's better underscore Detroit underscore brownies. You'll see our profile. 
Uh, I'm always putting up flyers of upcoming events, some of which we're going to be a part of, some of which are just valuable to the community and or our children. Uh, next week, I will be teaching two classes at Oak Park Academy uh, about the basics of starting a company and being an entrepreneur, and in my case, a social entrepreneur. Again, an entrepreneur who's more about progress than profit. Uh, and so I'm excited about that. And before this, you ever had any entrepreneurial aspirations? Um, I was selling bricks at the age of six, dude, back in Brooklyn, New York. <laughs> okay. I've always been hustling. I've always known, you know, I've always been on the grind, man. And I'm grateful for the grind. You know, it's not always easy. But when you can be grateful for the grind, the grind becomes less of a grind. You know what I mean? Definitely. Yes, sir. Okay. Last question I ask everybody. What advice do you have for someone trying to find their purpose? Match their purpose with a passion. It would be my first bit of advice. Be passionate about what you do. I don't care whether you're shining shoes or building skyscrapers. Bring your passion to whatever you do. Um, because imagine how good you're going to feel when you can cash in on your passion. Right. And that's why, you know, I implore young people again to understand that they have the ability to make good money. And we're going to run two pilot programs this summer. Um, but more importantly, I make them understand that they are here for a purpose. They are here to be a blessing. They are here to give back to less fortunate and to others. And again, I have seen how excited young people get when they realize that they have the power to bless others. Um, you know, our society doesn't necessarily off, offer a lot of opportunities for young people to realize that they have the power to bless others. And so when you have conversation centered on young people being a blessing uh, to bless others, it changes their perspective about the world and it gives them uh, more purpose and it helps them to find their passion. And part of that, again, is the passion to help others. Yeah, I would agree. Kind of go hand in hand. Yep. So again, you know, just make sure that whatever you're doing, you're passionate about doing it, and it'll be so much easier when you hit the grind, right? Yeah. <laughs> the grind is, is a different thing. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> and, but you learn something about yourself when you're going through it, though. Oh, man. You know what? Uh, and what I've come also, I've realized with this brownie company, because, again, I'm not a commercial baker. I am a youth serving director of 15 years. Mm -hmm. And like I said, we've done a lot of important initiatives, uh, special events over the years. Uh, and I've moved the meat needle somewhat. But again, mm -hmm. the love that these brownies are getting over the past three years is making this needle look like the hands on a clock that's been sped up because, um, you know, like I said, wonderful things are engaging us and embracing us every day. So I'm, I'm just grateful for the grind, brother.
Okay. And the pandemic didn't hinder you too much? Actually, the pandemic made us pivot because I was ready to start baking brownies at two high schools, one in E-Course, one in Detroit. Okay. And when the pandemic hit, shut that down. And so I had to sit down and say, okay, what do we do now? Um, and I used that time wisely. Like I said, uh, I focused on getting our business uh, uh, commercially ready so that I can go into the stores and the restaurants. And, I, you know, so I call our restaurants and stores carrying Better Detroit Brownies community partners. I told them I'm not a vendor. I'm your community partner. Our job is to connect children and families to all of the resources that are out there for them. Because every packaged brownie we sell has a QR code on the back label. That mm -hmm. QR code will redirect consumers to our regional youth resource map. I talked about there being 326 resources on the map today, Jeffrey, that we're down to 76 resources. Oh, wow. And the reason I think that happened is because the pan pandemic shut down a lot of these youth serving groups and individuals. Yeah. And so we have, you know, we have work to do, but I'm always going to be, you know, a lot of us talk about the problems. I, I walk about the solutions, bro. I'm always going to be strength-based and solution-driven. When God got your back, you're never concerned what's in front of you. When God's on your side, you're never concerned with what's in front of you. So like I said, I'm going to keep it moving. And I know that God's going to take us to a better place. I use the same logic when times I wonder about this path he got me on. Like, just keep going. There you go. Keep going. Keep growing. Keep, you know, keep knowing. Yes, sir. Very awesome. That's why I met you. Reached out to you. Well, thank you. I appreciate the opportunity again to be on your show. Uh, if your listeners have any questions, they can reach out to me. Again, our number is 313-597-7888. They can reach me directly. And uh, yeah, you know, when you when you taste the Better Detroit Brownie, uh, you're going to smile because you will know that this brownie not only tastes good, but it does as good as it tastes. And that's what it's all about for my space. Okay. I'll add that number in when I put up all of the, the links as well for the show. Okay. I want to thank the owner, the CEO, Ruben Lee Gordon, a better Detroit Brownies for thank you sharing this journey and giving yes, advice sir. for others trying to find a purpose. If he can do it, you can do it. Amen. And you know what? When we're taking our children with us, uh, so much the better. And that's why we're the Better Detroit Youth Movement and the Better Detroit Brownie Company. Again, thank you for this opportunity, Jeffrey. It's been a pleasure to meet you. Uh, I appreciate being a guest on your show. And, uh, you know, you're helping us fulfill our mission and vision to make and bake a greater Detroit our children deserve. So I'm grateful to you as well in that capacity. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm letting people know about you, brother. <laughs> I appreciate the love, man. I can use all the love I can get. <laughs> we got to keep that circle going. That's right. And you're only as good as your circle. So I'm glad that you're in it. <laughs> Appreciate that. Till next okay. time, everybody. Thank you.